Hello, you nostalgic singers. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go. <laughs> I wasn't looking at our thing. I've said it a million times. <laughs> you got it, though. That's I know. Name. The podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert, and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles, and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning, and I've seen them all. Our show is brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include This and Dorian Life, 90s Music Got Me Like, and previously on X-Men. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or X at Here We Go Pod. <laughs> and please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Today we're discussing Beverly Hills 90210 Season 7, Episode 26. The long goodbye, as in bye, Felicia, your time's over. <laughs> done. We're done with you. All right, let's tune in to CUTV. This year you can replay each day at 5 right here on your very own news network, CUTV. This episode originally aired on April 16th, 1997. No birthdays or deaths to mention today. <laughs> what a time. Just Population like a... was at a standstill. <laughs> <laughs> no one's coming up. No one's going down. Everything's fine. Nick, this is so off topic, but I've been reading the book The Measure. Have you read it? No. It's messing me up emotionally. Oh. And I need is it someone like else to read it. It is no, it's um, it's fiction, but it's about everybody gets, everyone in the world suddenly gets a box that has a string inside, and the length of your string is how long you will live, and That's so it's about zone. how yeah, so it's about how everyone like deals with like the fact that they have a short string or a long string and how like yeah. society starts treating people with short strings and it's uh it's very stressful is this new i've not heard of this book i and think it is fairly <laughs> i know that's why i thought maybe you'd heard of it i think you'd recognize the cover but um it's okay. Okay. i think it's fairly new anyway that's yeah. neither here nor there movies no, it's not but but no hold on because i gotta read the housemaid because you read the housemaid right i did read the housemaid Rita McFadden, i think is the author yes this book, like at, at the library like there's a million holds on it it doesn't appear to be available digitally like we can't even purchase a digital copy of it so really so yeah i don't know why but like you just got to get your hands on a, a physical copy of it, so it's very old school. And I was like, I, well, I guess it, I have to read it. Yeah, because freaking everyone is reading it, so it is so good. Like at is first, it? I was like, okay, like I know what's yeah. happening here, and then it gets to a point, and you're just like, oh my goodness, and then you can't put yeah. it down. This is this is the measure. Okay, yes. Do I you do recognize that, that cover? I yeah, do. it's a very yes. striking cover. So the housemate um, already has a sequel, and then there's a threequel coming out uh, next year. So I know I need to read the sequel. So we read that from my book club, and we all okay. we all loved it. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got a hold on it. You know, one of these days it's gonna come <laughs> you'll in. get there. All right, April movies. April eighteenth, Mikhail's Navy, starring Tom Arnold and Tim Curry, based on the 1960s TV show of the same name, was yes. released. Yes, I haven't seen either one of those, but I remember there was. I always confuse this movie with Down Periscope with Kelsey Grammer, mm. you know, because they were like yeah. about the same time and they're like naval and stupid. And so I haven't watched it. Why hasn't Joel hey. McHale done like a parody? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Joel McHale, if you're listening. Yeah. Joel McHale's Navy, a close personal friend of ours, Kendra, because we yeah. did meet and discuss things with Joel we McHale. We did. We did. Uh, what was it? Oh, oh, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Have you watched the Fraser reboot? No. I didn't okay. realize it was actually yeah. out. Is it terrible? Uh, no, it's not terrible. It certainly doesn't feel like, wow, what a fresh new take on anything. You know, it feels like he comes out and there's this like swell of like canned applause. And I'm like, oh boy, this is like a time machine. Uh, that being said, I did quite enjoy the two episodes that were out. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I'll delve into it. Yeah. Because none of the supporting cast is there, right? Well... I know that Roz and Lilith both are going to make, like, do an episode. I don't, but nobody else, yeah. Mm. Speaking of yeah. Lilith, we just watched <laughs> the fact. <laughs> we just watched The Faculty. BB North, everybody. As one, yeah. of our, uh, as one of our Halloween watches, Halloween and picture. she's in that with little, little baby Elijah Wood. Oh, that's so cute. Is yeah. Jon Stewart in that, or am I making that it, up? It, he is in that, okay, yeah. That was, that, it was, uh, it was a very 90s movie okay we just started watching mayfair witches which is an amc show and it uh, reminds me of charm our halloween episode yeah. last year but 
Uh, it's based on the Anne Rice books. It's got Alexander Daddario in it. And uh, I don't know, a couple episodes in, I'm liking it. It's got a good spooky vibe for the season. I've been reading It for Halloween. <laughs> Look at us, Kendra. <laughs> no I one know, can tell so... us how to do this podcast. I've been reading it and I'm feeling brave because I always said I would never read it because I thought it would be too scary. Good for you. But I'm like 13% in and I'm doing okay. So I just read the Tommy Knockers and it sucked so hard. That's what I heard. Want to read like a good Stephen King. Kendra, this is what happens when we don't do our Wednesday night hangout. I know. We have to catch up as we're recording. (laughs) (laughs) All right, going on. uh, Another movie Murder at 1600 with Wesley Snipes and Diane Lane. Yeah. I was like, 1600 what? But I assume that means the time. The White House? 1600? Oh, maybe it is 1600? I I don't know. Pennsylvania Avenue? Pennsylvania Avenue? Yeah, I'm not sure. TV, April 15th, the sitcom Soul Man, starring Dan, Dan Aykroyd as a widowed Episcopalian priest debuted. Yeah. <laughs> Ran for two seasons on ABC. I couldn't swear that I watched this show, but I definitely remember it being out. Cause, it sounds you know, funny. Soul Man and the whole, like, you know, the Blues Brothers covered Soul Man and stuff. So right. a lot of stuff. On the topic of Dan Aykroyd, I just watched Ghostbusters for the first time. Oh, my word. I keep forgetting that you've not never seen ghosts. Ghostbusters. There's not a lot of ghosts in it. Yeah, that's true. So There's Slimer. That's, that's my only criticism. You do see Slimer a few times. Sure, in the library. Giant Stay Puff. Stay Puff yeah. Marshmallow Man. Blew my mind because like, I've seen all the like all the Bill Murray stuff from that time. And so to see like a new Bill Murray thing, it felt like some weird AI creation. But I I can't believe you're watching it for the first time. That's crazy. Well, well did you, so did you like too. it? I did like it, but I thought there was going to be more, like, wacky ghosts and them fighting ghosts and stuff. And it's just sort of, like, two ghosts and then the weird, like, demon cult key keeper Rick yeah. Moranis nonsense. And I was like, well, this isn't what I signed up for at all. But <laughs> you know. I've never seen Ghostbusters 2, so you'll have to tell me if Okay, it's good. I will. I'll keep you posted. April 19th, the Nicktoons series Angry Beavers began its 62-episode run. Remember it, never saw it. This is one of those shows that, like, I didn't want to watch it, but if it was on, I couldn't not you just watch, watch it. it. It just, like, okay. sucked you in. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, also, Power Rangers Turbo debuted following the movie of the same name, uh, starring Jason David Frank as Tommy Oliver as the Red Turbo Ranger. Yeah, I can't remember that, like, I never, beyond the first season or so, I never really kept up with this show, but, like... Even the White Ranger stuff with Tommy, I was like, right, but he's the Green Ranger, and we all know it. So what are you trying to do? <laughs> so what are you doing? So having him be the Red Ranger is like particularly weird to me. But okay, you can't switch colors. What are you doing? I agree. I yeah, I agree. Music. April twenty second, George Strait released his seventeenth album, "Carrying Your Love with Me." It hit number one on the Billboard two hundred and country charts. Wow! Not what oh, and like the main charts that's interesting yeah i know you're a country fan kendra you little weirdo <laughs> do you like uh do you like i'm a straight? specific era of country oh. fan i'm like a t- early 2000s like 2000 to like 2013 okay. that's the sweet spot for me that's it. i don't like i don't McGraw know any kind of your... oh yeah tim mcgraw carrie underwood keith urban <laughs> kenny chesney <laughs> Toby okay, Keith. Anyway, yeah. uh, I don't. I only know a handful of George Strait songs. He was a little bit before I got into got it. country. Got it. Uh, Mary J. Blige released her third album, "Share My World," and it won the Grammy for Best R and B Soul Album. That's fun. She's a soul woman. <laughs> That's true. I <laughs> like Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. All right, is that it? I don't think that's a flattering for anybody. I, I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. Okay. Well, Kendra, from 2015 to 2020, Dustin Milligan, who plays Ethan in the CW years, uh, played the role of Ted Mullins on the pop original series, Schitt's Creek. Ted, as in, Ted is the, the vet. The vet. The veterinarian. Oh, I didn't know he was in 90210. He was, the CW years, certainly. I just finished Schitt's Creek, Kendra. Just finished it. <gasps> and? It's good stuff. Yeah. Love Not the most show. satisfying finale of a show I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, that's true. I you know, uh, I, I want to go back and rewatch time. it. That was our, that was, that. that was one of our first 
COVID lockdown shows. Yeah. Um, yep, with Shit's Creek. So I haven't watched it since 2020. I watched all of, sort of like in that same time frame, I watched all of Kim's Convenience. Uh, Me too. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. My wife hasn't seen a single episode of that. So I'm like, maybe we ought to go back and watch Kim's Convenience because it's pretty good. Also not a great ending, but. Oh, terrible you know. ending. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, well, but I loved the show. That, had that thing where it was renewed for two seasons. And at the end of the penultimate season, the creator was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. it, they weren't planning, you know, whatever. Yeah. Stupid. Anyway, okay. here's right. our synopsis for The Long Goodbye. Is that a Beatles song? Am I making that no. up? To no, somebody? it's not. It's a movie. Oh, I thought somebody had a song called The Long Hello, Goodbye. Goodbye is a Beatles song. Yes, that's true. Okay. All right. Brandon finally ends things with Tracy. <laughs> and the peasants Woo! rejoiced. <laughs> Woo! Our national nightmare is finally over. <laughs> but Val is intent on keeping him from reconciling with Kelly and begins to cause trouble. What a rascal. Meanwhile, the rest of the gang is gearing up for a talent show. Only Claire can't sing. She's not singing from the heart, Kendra. That's the problem. That's the problem. Finally, Donna lets Felice have it when she sees her cozying up to Warren, the man she caught Felice having an affair with. (gasps) And thank goodness we had a flashback for that. That was helpful. Agreed. Though, in fairness, I did completely forget about that Felice affair. I know. That's why I'm saying, like... The whole Felice affair, uh, I think, was eclipsed by the the, just the pure star wattage of Color Me Bad in that episode. (laughs) I think you think that I was being sarcastic, but I was not. I'm glad there was a flashback. Okay, good, good, good. (laughs) Yeah. You know, watching it, I was like, is this the same man? Because I don't think he's credited in the first one. He doesn't get a name, and I think he doesn't have any lines, so I think technically he's an extra. I don't think it was the same actor, but it was really I was looking closely, and I was like, is this the same guy? To have the flashback when you see the guy and then have the other guy. Maybe it was. Didn't seem like the same guy to me, but who knows? Who knows? All right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Today's episode was directed by Les Shelton, and I was like, that's a new name. Uh, Les Sheldon, not Les Shelton. He's not Blake Shelton's father or something. (laughs) Uh, But this is the first of two episodes that he'll direct for 90210, but he came off of two episodes of Models, Inc., the ill-fated 90210 spinoff, Models, Inc. Will we ever get to Models, Inc., Kendra? Is that a road we're going to go down? You know, let's just take it one episode at a time. One episode (laughs) at a time. I've never seen it. That's the only, like, when we get there, that's the only 90210 thing yeah. that I haven't seen. So, anyway. Uh, he also directed Dawson's Creek and Charmed. Written by Ken Stringer. We have some returning players here, Kendra. And that includes Jill Novick as Tracy Galian, Ryan Brown as Morton Muntz, Catherine Cannon as Felice Martin, and Julie Nathanson as Ellen Fogarty. Kendra, I'm sorry to say that the Jill Novick as Tracy Galian is not in the final appearance of I noticed I noticed that I just don't want you to I don't want you to think that this is the last we'll ever see your face okay I I don't want that for you uh then finally for new cast members here we have Tim Halligan as Warren Graham so whether or not he was in the old episode it's lost to time but here he plays Warren Graham Felice's one-time side piece uh (laughs) he appeared in shows like the young Indiana Jones Chronicles Deep Space Nine ER and Mad Men Two of your favorite shows. Did you ever watch Mad Men, Kendra? Um, I've seen the first episode, but I was a little. What year was that out? I just it was a little old for me. I think. Long time ago. I don't. I don't know that I would have been allowed to to fully watch it. I feel like that was. I want to say that was like two thousand eight. Okay. Well, I was in high school, so early. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just never never went back to it, but maybe someday. All right, shall we get into this episode? Yeah, I think so. We start in, I believe, now I didn't get to watch this in its entirety. So do well, we I watched st- it on beautiful digital video disc. So. <laughs> so we start in Tracy's dorm room. Is that where yes, we begin? Yes, they're coming back from some event. and uh, So this she- is not the same night that they went to the concert and he kissed Kelly. Good question. I felt like there was some time later, but maybe it was immediately following. Could be. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Either way, Brandon has been kind of quiet 
the whole night and Tracy asks him about it and he says he's just tired and she says well at least our relationship is back on track yeah that's a thing you say when you have confidence I don't know what is leading her to believe that I don't either but she uh, they kiss and the kiss just like snaps Brandon out of it I guess he's like oh I hate this I hate this yeah I hate it (laughs) because he says I don't think we should see each other anymore yeah he says I'm right yeah she's like so blindsided by it it's like they've been fighting for 25 episodes you know and like the previous episode with mariah was such a like contentious thing she's like this is coming out of nowhere where (laughs) is this coming from she's like is it because we work together i'll quit i'm like yeah yeah well he's he says i'm not as into this relationship as you deserve someone to be yeah and then he says, like, I keep making mistakes. And she says, so this whole year was a mistake. And then he says, well, I shouldn't be involved with someone I work with. And she's like, I'll just quit if that's the yeah. issue. Oof. Yeah. And he says, well, I think we screwed up a great friendship. Like, we should have just yeah. stayed friends. Mm-hmm. So she kicks him out of her room. Nick, you're not going to understand my reference. Um, okay. Because you haven't seen Game of Thrones um so if anyone hasn't seen game of thrones just skip ahead a few seconds because i'm i'm gonna spoil this this pop culture phenomenon that everyone should have watched but um spoiler alert for game of thrones (laughs) when uh joffrey is finally poisoned (laughs) and dies classic joffrey poisoning scene (laughs) yeah uh he's just been a menace for seasons and then he just dies and it was like you could hear the cheer as we all uh, watched it live together. Yes, That's how I felt yes. in this in this moment when yeah. Brandon broke up with Tracy. Yep. Yep. So, for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. After the intro, we go to the Spring Fling Talent Show, where yeah. everyone is practicing their tap dancing and their magic and their singing and their ballet dancing and... Um, they're getting ready for a, a play of some kind. Kelly sees a palm tree and she's like, we're supposed to be in Canada. Why is there a palm tree here? Yeah. Munts is wearing a horse mask, like a whole <laughs> yeah. horse like head. Yes. Um, and he's like, how does everybody know it's me? And Kelly says it's the ears on the horse. Yeah. That's how they know. That's it. That's what it is. So we learn that Steve and Donna are going to be lip syncing to yeah. this piece from an opera or something. Like That's a, a Canadian, which, which was an original thing they wrote for this, by the way. Like I w- well, I wondered. I was like, Canada. surely this can't be real. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's about like a Canadian Mountie, and it's like a love song. Um, and Claire thinks it's it's really silly, and that he's going to look like you know, a fool doing it. And Steve says, well, you should try not being in control sometime. Like, take a risk. Mm. Be vulnerable. Donna is uh, talking with David about she's going to go home and help her mom because her mom has been, you know, home taking care of her dad. And even with a a nurse helping, it's still been a lot. Her mom's really yeah. tired. And Donna Perfect is opportunity here for Donna to be like, I guess I didn't realize just how much I was putting on my mom. By yeah, she never says it. She's never like, yeah, this was more than I thought, which would have been a nice, I don't know, growing mature moment for her. But we don't get it. Yeah. So Donna is trying to get her to get out of the house and come to the talent show because there's a lot of alumni who are going to be coming and she could see some old friends. Um, but Felice is scared that if she leaves the house, something bad is going to happen while she's gone. So David tells her to keep working on her. Maybe she can get her out of the house. Yeah. Elsewhere on campus, Tracy finds Valerie and tells her about the breakup because <laughs> yeah. they're buddies, these yeah, two. Yeah, they are. They are. So in this scene, Valerie's like, what? You guys are so great together. And Tracy's like, I know. That's why it doesn't make sense. Nothing he said made sense. And I was like, Girl. Girl. <laughs> Wake up, Tracy. We should show her these episodes. Ugh. I know. Like, look, Honestly, look at this. I feel like in this episode, they at least kind of acknowledge that Tracy was the worst. Which yeah. They haven't really done. But the way she acts about this whole thing is just so weird and accusatory. And like, she was always the one pushing the thing. She was always the one aware that he was not into her and he was into Kelly. And like, 
yes, he should have walked away, but she kept being like, no, 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 no. Let's keep going with this train wreck, you know? It's just yeah. annoying. Well, Valerie immediately blames Kelly and says, you know, Kelly's a snake. She can't be trusted. She's been biding her time, and now she's going to make her move. So don't give up on Brandon. And Valerie says that she's going to go talk to Brandon yeah. on Tracy's behalf. Meanwhile, Brandon is talking to Kelly and says that, you know, he broke up with Tracy and they're both like, I haven't been able to stop thinking about you since we kissed and they want to spend some time together alone. Wink. Some alone time. And Brandon says, maybe, you know, maybe we should keep it between us for now. And Kelly's like, yeah, I don't want to rub it in Tracy's face or anything. Mm-hmm. And so Brandon tries to make plans with her for the next night. And she says, well, what's wrong with tonight? But he has a staff meeting and Tracy will yeah. be there. So that's Kelly's not about that. Either. Yeah. Kelly's like with Tracy, I suppose. And I was like, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Awkward. Okay. Yep. So they make a date for the next night. Mm-hmm. Valerie then finds Brandon and sees, you know, he, that he was talking to Kelly and. She says, you know, how could you give up the best thing that's ever been in your life? Tracy. We all know she's the best. We all love her. Yeah. How could he give her up? How could he give her up? And he says, well, what do you want me to do? Live a lie? I don't love her. And Valerie says, and you love Kelly? And he, without skipping a beat, is like, absolutely. Yes. I'm in love with Kelly. Yeah, he jumps right into it. Yeah. But Valerie says Kelly's going to burn you. Like, she's done it before. She'll do it again. And Brandon says, yep. well, this isn't, you don't care about me or Tracy. Like, this is just about your vendetta against Kelly. It pulls out a lot of, like, I've, I've known you my whole life. Like, I, I'm really, I do care about you and everything. And he's like, uh, <laughs> do you? Do you, though? <laughs> is it real? At the Martin house, Felice and Donna are talking. She's worried that John isn't eating enough. And Donna tries again to convince her to come to the talent show. And Odd that we never see John in this episode, I felt like. Yeah. It was kind of like, oh, he's in the other room. I don't know. This is weird. <laughs> yeah. Felice is also preoccupied thinking about like what is he going to do now that like he was so passionate about being a surgeon and now he can't do that anymore so what's he going to do with his life so she's worried about that so then the nurse calls for felice on their intercom system i don't know but donna says you just look at the you know look at this pamphlet see all the alumni that are coming you should come to this thing. And she mm-hmm. goes, Donna goes to help her dad. And then Felice sees Warren Graham's name on the reunion list. Yes, yes. Okay, this next scene I believe is in the library. Claire and Steve are looking at music for her to mm-hmm. sing in the talent show. And they find um, a CD of Devoted to You by Linda Rodstadt. And... Claire says that um, her mom used to sing it to her or it was her mom's favorite song or something like that. That's an Everly Brothers song. I, I mean, they're talking about the Linda Ronstadt covers, but that's an old song. Yeah. So they go into like a listening room and Steve encourages Claire to sing. He's like, well, if you can't sing it in here in this booth, like how are you going to sing it in front of a bunch of people? So right. she puts on, <laughs> she puts on the <laughs> headphones and starts singing along with it and it's not good. <laughs> it's rough. And I love, I'm always impressed when people can, like, maybe she really is a bad singer, who knows, but to try to, like, do a good job at faking, like, being bad at something. Yeah. It was very convincing, bad singing. She was bad in all the right ways. Yeah, agreed. And and Steve immediately is like, uh-oh, what have I just convinced her to do? Yep. Back at Kelly, Donna Claire's, Don- Donna is practicing her, uh, Mounty walk because yeah. I forgot to mention they're doing a gender sw- we're not a gender yeah. swap but they're they're playing the opposite gender so right. Steve is going to be the woman and she's going to be the Canadian Mountie like deadly do right <laughs> type yeah yeah <laughs> uh, so she's practicing her walk Nick I don't know if you felt it too I felt like the the dialogue was strange in a lot of scenes and there were a lot of like weird pauses. 
in the mm. dialogue. It almost felt like the director was like, just get a feel for your for your lines, but like you don't have like let's just see where the scene takes us. I don't know. I there, there was some odd like Donna is walking and David does a whole thing about like her center of gravity. She yeah, shoulders like a man. And this she's scene like, was weird. Woman. Yeah. yeah, and D- she's like, I'm a woman, and David is like, I know, and please don't ever change. It was very like a Marx Brothersy kind of yeah. joke, and it was it was. Yeah, this scene was weird. It was played odd. I didn't it was a that. weird scene, yeah. So he's like trying to teach her how to walk like a man and then she tries again and it's not great. But yeah, it was a weird... I don't know. The feel of it was weird. Yeah. If I was directing them in a play, oh. I'd be like, let's take that again and try yeah. it not that way. <laughs> Kendra, do you remember when you and I directed a play together, Murder I, Mystery? I do, yes. Good times. It, it was. was. Times. And you moved away. We did it once and then you moved away. Well... You could move here. There's no theater in the town I live nope. in. Oh my gosh! That's no like community the movie. I'm There's just going to no... show up and <laughs> we got to do a show. Ah! There's no community theater in this town. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, a telegram arrives for Kelly, a and telegram. this telegram guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness! He made me laugh. He because he, he like asks her to sign and then she signs and he's like, oh, wrong place. You need to sign here. And then he like gives a thumbs up and like walks away. And it was yeah. it felt like they pulled the craft services guy and was like, we need someone in this scene. Will you do it? I it think was- they did because I he was so noticeable that I looked it up and his only credit in anything is this. <laughs> So hilarious. I think he was was just a guy on the street. But I remember like even in 1997, I was like a telegram. Like, yeah, a telegram telegrams like door to door. It's crazy. At least making it a singing telegram like that would have been. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, it's telegram from New York from Dylan. (gasps) McKay. Yes. And it says, I have to talk to you. Meet me at the airport tomorrow. Here's my flight information. Tell no one. Come alone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure it is from Dylan. I'm sure. I, I'm also sure that it's from Dylan. Yeah. Listen, I have to tell you, Kendra, th- th- this episode, when it aired, they promoted the heck out of it. Uh-huh. And they kept showing this Dylan telegram. And they kept showing. Later, you kind of see what you see, you know. And they kept being like surprises abound on this week's 90210 and like you're seeing people it was like back when when the shannon doherty was gonna be naked in the episode <laughs> it was the same kind of thing they were like we can't legally say luke perry's gonna be in the episode but <laughs> that's just he, mean he probably it's, is it's he's just probably, mean he's probably gonna be in it mean so but, so i watched this whole episode on pins and needles being like oh my gosh we're about to see dylan and maybe we are kendra maybe maybe we are. maybe all right, at the Walsh house, Brandon's in quite a good mood as he's passing Steve jams or something. I yeah, don't know. He's just getting a bunch of jam out of the cupboard. Eating jams. There was, did that go anywhere? Like, why were they getting all They're just, like, eating out? jam? I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. Oh, it's jam. And Once the jam is open, you do have to keep it refrigerated. <laughs> that concerns me. Yes, yeah. Because those were open jams, unrefrigerated. Maybe, maybe uh, you know, Cindy was doing some canning. And this is Maybe. like the last of the canned jams. Yeah, the, the, the fruits of her labor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, so Steve is kind of asking about like, you know, you're happy even though you and Tracy broke up. Like, are you seeing Kelly? And Brandon says no. Steve hmm. then brings up that he's worried about Claire singing. And Brandon says, eh, how bad could it be? And he says, yeah. you haven't heard her sing. Yeah. <laughs> Valerie then asks if Brandon wants to go to the talent show with her, but he declines. And she says, well, I doubt Kelly will make it because traffic from LAX is really hectic. Oh, no. And Brandon is like, what are you what are you talking about? And Valerie says that uh, Kelly got a telegram from Dylan. From Dylan. And that she's going to the airport to meet Dylan. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. then admits that she had a friend in New York send this fake telegram to Kelly. Yes. Yep. Which, wrong, very wrong, but so smart. 
Not a bad plan. It's really <laughs> smart. Not a bad plan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to give it to her for that. Yeah. Um, and she says, this is the only way that I can make you see that Kelly isn't over Dylan, that she's yeah. like in love with Dylan, which yep. have the, either of them mentioned Dylan like this whole season? I feel like we haven't even no. heard Kelly talk about Dylan. No, but I think I don't know. I, I think that's it's definitely the the um, a sore spot for Brandon. So I think yeah. whether it's true or not, that's definitely the way to get Brandon. to be. It like, is. Well, it is. I already feel insecure. So at first, Brandon says, well, you know, she's going to the airport to pick up a friend. Like, I would do that. That It doesn't mean anything. And Valerie says, well, here's the flight information. Like, go see for yourself what happens. Yeah. And at first he says no. Like, he doesn't need to test her like that. But then he does take the flight information. Mm, Brandon, no. Brandon. Back on campus, Donna and I don't know who this girl is. They're like, what are they doing? Oh, Selling yeah. tickets? Something. Yeah, she was. She popped up a couple of times. I don't know who it was supposed to be either. They're like, was that Ellen? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think it was. They're like working. Listeners, you know. Please tell us. You know who you are. <laughs> tell us who that was. They're letting. Uh, you know taking people's tickets or selling tickets to get into the talent show, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. And then they see Felice. She actually decided to come. And oh. they see her talking with a man. And Donna's like, hmm, this guy looks Ooh. familiar. How do Ooh. I know this guy? Ooh. At Tracy's dorm room, Valerie comes to see her and says that she talked to Brandon. And Tracy's like, oh, it it didn't work. Like, he still wants to be broken up. And Valerie's like, no, no. I think he's starting to appreciate you more than he realized. Yes. Yes. This is just mean because <laughs> not, no, it's she's not getting her hopes up for no reason. Yeah. yeah. And that, but I mean, Tracy is like, oh, I feel like I'm, you know, getting, it, we're like in sixth grade and I'm having you go yeah. talk to a boy I like. And yeah. Yes. Like, listen yeah. to the words you're saying. It's she a little pathetic. Like a higher, for sure. It's a yeah. little pathetic. It is very pathetic. Yeah. Back at the talent show, Claire is getting very nervous. David is going to be playing for a uh, piano for her. And Dave and Steve have like a an aside and they listen to Claire warming up. And they're both like, oh, boy, this yeah. is not going to be good. So Steve tells her, you know, Which, you could just not like yeah, you don't late. have to do this for me. This is too late to be doing this. Also, like, in what world is she going to sing live with a piano having never run through it? That's yeah, crazy. that's crazy. No way. no way. Crazy. She says that she has no intention of making a fool of herself, and she's she's going to go on with it. Great. Donna is looking out from backstage, and she sees Felice and Warren sitting together, and now Warren. she remembers, and we see a yeah. flashback of Felice and Warren at the hotel, and Donna, yeah. like, catching them in their affair. Yep. yep. And Donna just, like, she, like, <laughs> she, like, zeroes in on it. That's all she can think about now is yeah. how dare her mother... How dare she do this? Fun fact, the uh, the Color Me Bad episode was one of the ones that, you know, obviously was not streaming. And so I had the DVD and I put my phone towards the DVD screen so that Kendra could watch it remotely. That's how we did that episode. Yep. That's how committed we are. Being like, who is that? I can't even tell yeah. what I'm looking at. Great times. It's the same Very guy. analog of us. Yeah. yeah. At the airport, Kelly is waiting at the gate for Dylan. Back in the days when you could just go right to the gate. I know. And wait know. for someone. <laughs> yeah. Kelly's just there with with a cutlass, smoking a cigarette, <laughs> you know, wearing her shoes right at the gate. It's great. So she's a little, like, dolled up. Like, not, yes. not crazy she's dressed fine. up. She but looks she, good. she looks good. She looks good. And she's waiting and waiting. And then we see a guy who kind of looks a little like Dylan at first glance. That, that man Get was off. cast on hairline alone. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um, and so she gets like, like the front of the Titanic. That's, yeah. That was the casting call. <laughs> so she gets excited, but then realizes it's not him. And then she talks to the flight attendants and they're like, yeah, that's everybody. And so she 
leaves a little, and you can tell she's a little disappointed. And then we see Brandon yeah. was watching her this whole time. Yeah. So just he... a classic. Oh, I'm on a payphone when yeah. she walks by. <laughs> At the talent show, David is trying to calm Donna down. Um, but Donna says, you know, she's cheated before. What's to stop her from cheating again? Yes. And at first she's like, I don't want to go on with the show. But David convinces her to and says, when you close your eyes or when you close your eyes to kiss Steve, picture me instead. Yes. Although they don't kiss. I don't. I don't, I don't think, think they do. Happens, I don't think so. they do. Whatever. So we ne- then see Donna and Steve's performance and it is very silly. It is silly. Steve yeah. is in like a full like Victorian dress yeah. with like a blonde wig. Mm-hmm. And she comes out in the Canadian Mountie outfit with a mustache and they lip sync. It was it was very silly. Fine. Longer than you want it to be, I feel like is how you'd feel in that uh, crowd. But I think so. It was the 90s. What are you going to do? <laughs> At the Peach Pit, Brandon is telling Nat about the whole Kelly going to the airport situation. And yeah. Um, he says, you know, Dylan once told me that he and Kelly had this connection that I would never understand. And... <laughs> Do you remember that episode? Kendra, yeah. The soulmate episode. <laughs> yeah. So stupid. <laughs> and uh, Nat's like, well, you know, if if Kelly weren't in the picture, would you have broken up with Tracy? And Brandon says, I don't like, I don't want to answer that. I don't want to think about that. But I thought that was an odd response because from where I'm sitting, he's never been into Tracy. So I think the answer is yes. Yeah. I I think think so too. I think so too. Back at the talent show, Kelly arrives and she finds a seat that happens to be behind Valerie. And Valerie is like, oh, where have you been? Um, And says, you know, Brandon isn't here. And when Kelly said that she was meeting someone, Valerie says, well, maybe Brandon is meeting someone, too. Steve yeah. tries once again to talk Claire out of performing. And this is when he decides, right before she goes on, this is when he decides to tell her that she's not a good singer. <laughs> Which is, you know, perfect timing. Yeah. And she's like walking out on stage. That's yeah. nuts. Kendra, but- I just wanted you to know, I just got the facts on this. You can still send telegrams. Huh. You can still do it, even today. So maybe I'll send you a telegram <gasps> for your birthday. Do it. You know? It has to be a singing one, though. Oh, oh, well, okay. I always <laughs> think of the movie Clue when I think of a singing telegram, you know? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am your singing telegram. Claire, even with this information that she's a terrible singer, uh, still wants to go on. And Steve's like, you know, just let it come from the heart. That's what you gotta, that's just what you gotta do. That'll, that'll make it great. So yeah, he says something like his mom told him that you don't have to be a great singer to sing a song. You just got to have it. Yeah. Heart. And, you know, That's I do it. tell my music students that singing is 90 percent mental and 10 percent talent. So and I and I That's believe true. it. So you gotta sell it with the eyes. That's all it takes. But if you're tone deaf, then <laughs> it's a bit of a problem. Yeah, it's a bit, of a, a bit of a problem. So anyway, Claire goes up there. She's in this like long slinky dress. She looks very nice. And she starts singing but then people start like murmuring and kind of laughing. And so yeah. she and it is bad. It's very bad. It's not good. Yeah. And so she stops and David stops playing. Did I say that David was playing for her? I think I did. Well, he was. He's playing piano for her. And she like looks to Steve for strength and then looks at David and they start over and it's like 10 times better. Night and day. Night <laughs> and day. She just needed to, to sing from the heart. I was trying to decide if I thought that was really her, and I'm going to go with no. I don't think it was. I really think it was dubbed over. I didn't see that online, but like when she's sort of faux singing, it really does sound like her. When she starts with this, it's a little too polished. Yeah, as as a singer, I was looking at her as (laughs) I was looking at her mouth and like how she was forming the vowels and stuff, and then listening to it, and it didn't quite match up Mm. to me. But but I mean, likely if they were. It probably would have been pre-recorded, even if it really was her singing. But yeah, yeah, I guess if shapes and stuff weren't looking right, that the same. But yeah, so maybe little, it was her. They just forensic musician you are, Kendra, really <laughs> digging into the past, trying to figure it out. All right, at the studio, Brandon is there by himself, and he calls Kelly to cancel their date. 
Yeah, cold as leaves ice. A, leaves a message. He doesn't me- and it's, talk it's to her. It's just like something came up, dates off. You know, yeah. It's very cold. Yeah. Tracy then arrives and is like, oh, I didn't think anyone would be here. And then when she sees that he's stressed, she just like starts massaging his shoulders. Yeah, let me see if I can take some of the pressure off. Yeah. She is just fully throwing herself at him. And it's... True. Ugh, it it just yeah. made me cringe. So, me you know, she says, you know, I miss having you as a friend. Um, and she says, well, you're miserable and I'm miserable. And then she sits in his lap and <laughs> tries to, like, make out with him. But Brandon's like, no, we can't do this. It's, you know, I did. He's like, I'm not going back. We I can't go back. Yeah. And she's like, you know, the right thing is to give ourselves a second chance one day and one night at a time. One night. I know. Oh, my gosh. She's Tracy. just like, yeah, I'll have so much sex with you if you stay. Yeah. It's like, yep. ugh. Tracy. Yeah. Do better. Yeah. Make better choices. <laughs> <Hashtag> do better. <laughs> yep. But he says, no, it's over. And so then she gets very mad at him, yeah. calls him a bastard. And, um, you know, she says, when Kelly was occupied with someone else, it was very convenient for you to be sleeping with me. But now that she's free... It's not so convenient anymore. And he says, well, she's she is probably in love with somebody else. So, like, we're not even getting together. And she says, well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're miserable because yeah. now you know how I feel. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. Tracy. It's ugly. It's a, may, maybe the ugliest breakup we've ever seen on this show, I feel Maybe. Like. Maybe. Because usually yeah. they're like, you know, I love you, but I've got to yeah. go my own yeah. way. Yeah. After the talent show, the gang is, um, you know, walking out of the theater and Kelly leaves to go on her date with Brandon because she's unaware that it's been canceled. She doesn't know. Donna is still very upset because she sees Felice and Warren still hanging out together. So they go off to deal with that. And then Steve talks about how proud he is of Claire and Claire tells the story about how she was supposed to sing it at her fourth grade talent show, but then her mom didn't come to the show, so she didn't get to sing it for her. But now she finally got to sing the song for her mom. Here it is. Here it is. Donna thinks, you know what? Maybe I am making too big of a deal out of this. It's, It's probably fine. But then she sees Felice and Warren walking and like, they're arm in arm and Felice has her head on yeah. Warren's shoulder. Yeah. So that's the final straw for Donna. She goes and confronts them and says, you know, dad is home in a wheelchair and you're strolling down lover's lane. And I mm-hmm. remember you from the hotel and blah, blah, blah. Um, so she kind of tells her off and then walks away. But David catches up with her and yeah, is he's like, like let's, let's just hear her out. Let's, you know. He's like, she's not making out with the guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Felice then says, this is, this is Warren. He's the chief medical officer at the hospital. Um, and Warren says, you know, I'm going to let you guys talk. So he ends up leaving. But then Felice says, it is the same guy, but we have, you know, there's nothing between us anymore. We don't have feelings for each other. And she said she was talking to him because she knows that Dr. Martin can't be a surgeon anymore, but maybe he can share his knowledge with others. And so maybe he can teach. She's wanting him on like the lecture circuit or something. Yeah. Yeah. So Donna realizes she was very wrong, which Felice... Doesn't really blame her. She's like, I can see no. why you would Yeah, yeah. She's be like, confused. Yeah, it's the same guy. So, you know, <laughs> your instincts are not that off. <laughs> Felice says, you should listen to your boyfriend more often. He's more mature than I gave him credit for. Whoa. Nice words about David. Yeah. And Donna's like, oh, you have all the Martins in your corner now. Even Grandma. Remember yeah. when Grandma was like, you two really ought to just hit it. Yeah. I-, I could leave if you want the couch. <laughs> yeah. All right, our last scene, couple of scenes here, are at the Walsh house. Val comes to see Brandon, and he's just, like, you know, sulking in his bedroom and is like, hey, you went to the you went to the airport. Like, you know now mm-hmm. that Kelly mm-hmm. is in love with Dylan. At least, like, at least you know now. And 
Brandon's like, yeah, don't, don't uh, expect me to say thank you so quickly. Yeah, it's such a big leap that she's still in love with Dylan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, you know, whatever. So then the doorbell rings and it is Kelly and she's very upset because she's been waiting at the restaurant for an hour and Brandon didn't show. And he says, well, I canceled the date. But she didn't get the message. Mm-hmm. So then she's like, well, why did you cancel? And he says that he saw her at the airport. And, you know, you went there to see Dylan. You're still in love with Dylan. And Kelly's like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> you were just like spying on me? That's so yeah. weird. <laughs> but he says, well, why else would you like go secretly to meet him all dressed up? And I wish Kelly here had said that the telegram specifically said for her not to tell anyone. Right, yeah. Because I feel like that would have explained part of it. But she says she was dressed up because of their date and she didn't think she'd have time to go home and get dressed before their date. Um, But she said she also wanted to tell Dylan that she had finally chosen and she has chosen Brandon. Whoa. And she shows him the ring, which she's still wearing around her neck. Yeah, it's and, our ring. And tells, you know, says that she went back and bought it. And she bought it because it's it's theirs. It's their yeah, ring, no matter, no matter what, what happens. happens. Yeah. And so Brandon is, you know, taking all of it in. And she says, say something. He says, I love you. And they kiss. Yep. I feel like Brandon's being rewarded for bad behavior. Here. He is. He really is. <laughs> like, if I was yeah. Kelly, I'd be like, well, I was going to be with you, but what the heck? Yeah, like, you this, sent a fake telegram? Yeah. Spite on me? Yep. So that's the episode. That's it. That's it. Kendra, I'm such a I'm such a sappy little sucker for this because, like, I remembered this scene. I, Kelly being like, I dressed up for you. I just remember that so clearly from 1997. And watching it again, they get there. He says, I love you. They come for the, and again, big, like Grinch smile. You know, I just love it. It just makes me so happy. I'm here for it. I am too, even though they've been so sucky together. It still is like, yes, it's happening. Maybe it'll be different this time. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. I hope so. Me too. Okay. Well, Kendra, what's the verdict? The verdict? Um, You know... It, an important episode, I guess, because of the whole Brandon Kelly situation. Uh, a lot of shenanigans. And like I said, just yeah. a lot of like weird scenes where I was like, maybe take another another yeah. pass at that one. I'm with you on that. There's some weird energy in the scene. I think I've liked this one more than I've liked the last several. Yeah, I'll know. agree with that. I think this was a more straightforward kind of episode. And yeah, pivotal plot wise with the... Uh, particularly like the Kelly stuff and and Tracy being gone. Obviously, I mean, this is like a banner day here. on (laughs) We did Um, it. We made it. a bold statement for you, Kendra. I feel that Tracy is maybe the worst character that we've come across so far. Ever. Like worst as in. Well, I mean, there are characters like stupid Kenny who, but you're kind of supposed to not like him. So I think as far as, characters that they've put forward as like this is somebody that you should kind of like you should okay okay i think she is the worst because i just think she's there's nothing likable about her she's just pathetic from day one and just doesn't bring anything and i don't think it's the actress's fault i think it's all in the writing i agree i agree so i don't know what I think I don't know what they were doing i don't know either because episodes or whatever she like she is never likable and you're never rooting for her but it also makes brandon look bad because he like strung her along he like took her virginity and for for what for for nothing so that's not true uh, maybe not maybe not they slept together they slept i thought that was the whole i thought that was the whole thing because she was like you better not break my heart because i'm gonna have sex with you oh I don't think so, but we can go okay. check Maybe not. Guys. Maybe not. But she still yeah. was like, you better not hurt me. He was like, That's I a won't. Long time. It's a long time for them to be together. And again, I think it's all kind of like, yes, ultimately it's his fault. But she kept being like, yeah, I know that you're not that into me, but just let's give it a little bit more time. It was yeah. never, if she ever was just like, hey, man, in or out, you know, he probably would have, I don't know. 
It, it, you're right. I, though, it's a bad look. It makes Brandon look like a jerk. I sense that she's going to go full vindictive ex-girlfriend um, okay. on Kelly and okay. and Brandon. So that's okay. my that's my we'll see. Uh, prediction. We'll see what happens? It's a particularly weird pivot coming right off of Susan, who was such a strong character. Yeah. And Susan got more character development than Claire ever did. Like Susan in, in one season was a more fully developed character than a lot of people who made it to the opening credits, you know? So, and Susan and Brandon had such a equal kind of thing and Susan sort of being kind of better than Brandon in some ways, you know? And then to <laughs> Susan, tr- Susan truly was the best Andrea of the three. <laughs> That's absolutely true. And Tracy just like, ugh. But anyway, anyway, 902.0 snap, Kendra. Oh, boy. I think I'll give it to, I guess I'll give it to this last scene. Okay. I like the Tracy Brandon fight where she's Mm. like, oh, oh, is that why you're so sad? Because of Kelly? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, good. Yeah, that's good. I like, yeah, I think that's intense. Okay. Well, Kendra. Yes. Yes. Next is going to be a Halloween special. Are you excited? I'm so excited. Halloween specials. Love a Halloween uh, special. Do you? Okay. Yes. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if we were going to go there this year, but we should. Should I cut out all the Halloween talk we did? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, leave it in. Leave it all in. Right. Okay. All right. All right. I'll be further <laughs> along in the book by the time we do the Halloween okay, okay. special. We will be covering the 2014 film Don't Blink, starring <gasps> Brian Austin Green. Not to be confused with the wonderful doctor who episode i don't know if that's no, what it's called it's but they, not an episode of doctor but who. they say don't blink don't blink is streaming free on like everything so it'll be so easy to find pluto uh freebie voodoo everything so you can find it that's what we're going to be talking about next time uh and then after that it's going to be episode 27 i only have eyes for you but halloween first kendra first and halloween foremost first. Uh, and then you can catch me every other week on this Endorian Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. We do have a Halloween episode coming up where Sally Jacoby Murphy sits in and we watch the fan film Ewok Hunt, which is kind of uh, Blair Witchy. It's a, oh. it's a, but it's good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And then Sally's also going to be on my library pod, But Have You Tried, where we're going to be talking about the Nicole Kidman uh, movie, The Others. <gasps> That's a good one. It's very good. I know. And my co-host on that show, Allie, has never seen it and does not like scary movies. So we'll see. That's a good one if you don't like scary movies. I think so, too. I think so, too. It's a great movie. I love it. I love it. What about you, Kendra? What's going on over in your neck of the woods? Well, I'm Miss Musicbox 91 on Twitter, and I am uh, the co-host of another podcast called 90s Music Got Me Like, where we talk 90s music. Yeah. And we got fans. We got fans of that show trolling the 90210 feeds, being like, "Give us more episodes." So I know. It's serious. This it's happening. Well it's going to happen. I I promise. Okay. Fingers crossed. Okay. I promise. Okay. So yeah. Well, until until then, Kendra 9021. Here we go. Here we go. Buy our buckle. <laughs> <laughs> he says goodbye.